Welcome to another edition of From the Great Beyond. I'm Tolo, and I'm joined by these wonderful human beings. Maybe, maybe not. Prodi. Franco. Franco Marijuano. Jesus, doing the camera work. It is a beautiful day to be alive. Beautiful Saturday morning for those of you listening. We record this Saturdays around 11 a.m. We try to meet up, do a little early morning church before we get our weekend started. I had a good Friday night, right, Mr. Lozano over there? A good Was Friday night? Psych Lozano. What happened? Had a little DJ set yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, Fonqueros got down off. Uh, low ra- uh, car car show. Oh right. And yeah, uh, that like imports and uh, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Crawlers. The memory of Winston, right? Winston, Winston Churchill. Churchill. Yeah. Yep, Churchill. that was it. <laughs> Winston Churchill. Yeah, I was all in memory. I was all yeah, yeah. That's what hey, it is. So <laughs> is the Churchill like the new uh, the Soto market where it's like a kind of like a bunch of? I think so because the Soto was indoors though, right? It was indoor. This is it's the shops are. Like, it's a big circle, and the shops, you walk face up and get your yeah. merchandise, and then you chill inside of the Churchill's, like, circle. Okay. It's pretty cool. I mean, those, those uh, you know, um, the one thing is, like, uh, I've never been to the Churchill, so I didn't really know what to expect. And uh, uh, unfortunately, I didn't have my wallet on me because I had it in my backpack with all my other DJ gear. And uh, it was, like, a place that cards you, which is weird because it's, like, an open space yeah. so it was a little a little awkward but yeah it's cool times though phoenix funkettos got down there uh quick shout out to them they're gonna or uh the the next uh thing they're doing is out in la for the funk freaks 10 year anniversary which uh you're gonna be there yeah i'll be there it's a big deal man uh, i think uh the fu- uh the phoenix funkettos have worked pretty hard to get this uh you know they got a a nice buzz following and buzz yeah. going so well they've been going at it for years huh it's uh, I think like a year and a, a couple year? months. Yeah. I was going to say it's about a year and some, some time, but that's a lot. But they've been that's together, like, getting down, well, though, psych, right? Psych Lazar is a funkero himself. Yeah, I'm like yeah. the last funkero. I'm like the, I'm yeah. like the, yeah, the, there's. The, You're the know, Lazar of the You just funkero. got sexed in. Yeah. Oh, you had to roll the dice. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, you, you know. Donut. Who'd you have to battle for a spot? Man, the, the, I, the, I didn't even try. <laughs> uh, KDIF, though, big shout-out to KDIF, you know. Um, big Franco. Yeah, Franco, uh, shout-out to Julio Alto. You know, like all of us, uh, you Frank know, worked, worked there, yeah. Like, we were all part of that, and uh, like a lot Sine. of stuff was born out of there, so. Yeah, it's more like, I mean, I, I would say Sykes always been a part of the Funkettos, but, like, officially, like, to officially doing sets and stuff like that. Um Shit, that was probably going back like two years ago, huh? Because I think it was like November of um, 2017 when like uh, Mars One and Funk Funk Machine like did their first set. Like literally like no experience, had a quick tutorial and just went on it just raw, literally. And um, I want to say November. And anyways, uh, after that, they fell in love with DJ and Psych was doing... um, hip-hop and uh he had a really good vinyl collection of funk uh that was more p-funk 
and Duroc's always been in it too. Um, more of that the boogie funk. And uh, within maybe like six months of that first of that first uh, um, showcasing on KDIF, uh, Mars was like, "Yo, we need to do something about this, and uh, we should really start." And just really started hustling. Uh, doing like coffee shops, uh, a couple graph events, yeah, yeah. Uh, outdoor events, wherever, and yeah. um, they started getting paid gigs. Nice. Um, Do Rock was handling some business on the side. He came back stronger. Um, that's when uh, uh, James kind of jumped on. He cleared up his schedule, yeah. and uh, so it was, it was really cool to see everything that everything that's come because even like the Funk Freaks coming to Phoenix, going on the KDIF. Um, that's big yeah and having their like that the relationship kind of um solidify from there but it was also uh i I don't think they realized how much of influence they had uh meaning funk freaks to start a collective and what that means to start like uh, it's real revolutionary i think like when it comes to music and the The funk scene the funk's making a comeback i don't think it ever left never left yeah never left i i think people have been funking since day one yeah. That's true. It's influenced I have, everything. Yeah, you Even know, like from Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. like all kinds of groups. George Clinton, Clinton. all that funk yep. in there, man. And here's my thing. See, my the way uh, West Coast he music. Funk ever went to rap. Yeah. Know? Oh, it, all that G funk. G funk came from that. You know, yeah. uh, we and could go on. We could we could talk about you know a whole we we could do a show about just all music and funk and, had yep. like a direct impact on that. Yep. They were Let's like in it. the studio with. And how they're into aliens too. Let me yeah. know. Let me know. Mothership. Mothership. Down before, uh, before Wednesday. So for the Thursday KDIF show, dope. I'll add it to the last forty-five minutes. That'll be dope. Yep. So yeah. listeners, tune in to KDIF one hundred two point nine FM South Phoenix. Stand up. I was actually oh, yeah. on the website. Ooh, it was ooh. working great. The whole yeah. episode yeah. played. Nice. I just went and checked it. I was up for some reason. I was up for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I had a, I had to double check that because it wasn't queued up right. So I just happened to double check, and it was, dude, it was like, um, it was that day of. That was so spot was, on. Yeah, that was fucking, it scared me, because I was like, what the hell? I thought, like, everything had messed up. <laughs> it was cool, though, listening to the old episode on there. I was like, fucking. On KDIA? We're doing some dumb shit, but. It's cool, so if people want to catch up, you know, they hear all the new stuff on Thursdays, later on that night, you know, stream it on, on air. Thursday yeah. mornings, catch the latest episode. Yeah, and then yeah. wait a hundred and some weeks till it's on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know it's a crazy fun fact I found. I was just like googling DJ and like the origins of DJing. Oh, word! And the first uh, DJ party was thrown by Jimmy Savile, believe I it or not, in 1943. Wow. I was gonna say that last time. Good, good pickup. And then he's the first dude who ever um, used twin turntables. That was how that fool got that job. He got the BBC show because what he did is he did a jet. Ja- it's weird that I read about it, but he did a little jazz party and all these fools were like, yo, Jimmy, why don't you start coming to all our jams and doing, you know, doing your thing? And that's how he got in. So, yeah. So I was just like researching DJing stuff. And yeah, that's true. Also, I'll tripped out, though. That's the first thing that comes out. I'm yeah. A, I'm a, is that our Jimmy Savile or? That <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> ain't mine. It was our. You, th- you it think, was he, ever, you think he ever pressed any vinyl? Who, Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. I'm pretty sure he did. So that's a fun fact of the day. So, Psych, you got any any finds this yeah. week? Yeah. Oh, man, this is a good one. Oh, I like that. So, I'll create remember, them up. Remember last week, 
I didn't bring it because literally it would have filled up like this one whole table right here. But uh, remember last week I came through with all the Pokemon stuff? <clears throat> so I forgot to tell you guys that I, I had left a lot of it there because I was unsure. I hadn't gone through it yet. So after I went home, I broke down the whole thing. So I went back today and what they were was trainer elite box sets for the Pokemon. So uh, there's every year there's like different genres of the game and they switch up. They call it like, um, you know, black and white, X, Y, you know, sun, moon. All the these video game you're talking about? Well, they make them video games too, but they all start with the trading card game. Oh. So the cards. And uh, remember how I brought in the cards and there was like those? Yep. So uh, I bought the rest of the lot from the guy today. And uh, me and Tian, my partner, just like broke it all down this morning and everything matched up from what i bought last week to this week so i completed 20 of those elite box sets oh shit crazy shit. so like oh shit yeah that's like 20 complete box sets so that's the dice that's the uh, separator cards that's the uh, actual cards that they came with they're still sealed too so you sat there and separated everything separate just smoked a fatty and then just you know took them all apart and then put them all together and uh so I completed that whole collection, and it costed us uh, two hundred and ten dollars total. Nice. What do you think the value of that is? <laughs> costed. Yeah. What do you think the value is on that? Uh, value, I would say like easily, because I had did the uh, the flip for the first one, so we'll triple that. So oh, about nice. six hundred so something dollars in nice. there. Hell yeah. Yeah. Each one of those box sets, I I put them at twenty five dollars, and there was there there's over. 12 of them but eight were complete when i left the house now so what is that that's like 200 bucks just off of those boxes not including the pins or yeah. like anything else so nice yeah, potential to make more yeah always man so that was that was really cool man i was so happy to get out there this morning because we stayed up late i didn't make it out to lost leaf because i was burned after i had to wait for the generator and all that stuff i was like i gotta it's go to the swap too. yeah it was hot man it was 100 deg degrees at uh like 10 o'clock last yeah. night yeah i was i was just done so uh when i went this morning i was like really not like i'm always into it but you know sometimes you get up super early this time i was like kind of up and uh i got it i got it before it was bought so that was a super good come up today That's man yeah. How early do you wake? Did you wake up today? To uh, I got up late today so normally i'm up at 4 45 i got up at 5 15. damn bro why are you waking up so late a thir <laughs> 30 minutes is the difference between like a whole bunch of shit Night though out there. Yep, it's vultures out there, dude. So imagine like a car. Oh, I just missed it. Somebody we threw a carcass off of a truck and then those things just hover over it, dude. And you'll see uh, vultures fighting over one piece here and, you know. So. Oh, yeah. People are out there early, early on. Oh, like yeah. 5 a.m., 4.30. Oh, yeah. Shit, they're there at 4.30. I'm mm -hmm. leaving at 4.45. So I get there at 5.15. That's like 45 minutes that they're just jumping on people's, sh like, sh you know, their That's shit. That's dope. So it's crazy, man. I got lucky twice in a row at a Goodwill. So What'd I you got, get? I found PlayStation 2s. Yeah. Two days in a row, bro. So I went one day and I got one. Yeah. Functional? And then I went back and got another one. So the first one didn't have a price tag, so they sold it to me for five bucks, but it didn't work. But I'm gonna take it apart and build a, put a Cody in there and just put retro games and shit, but have it, yeah. have it as a casing. Mm -hmm. And the second one was 10 bucks with the remote. And, and it that worked. shit worked beautiful. I'm just thinking nice. of that because I packed up all my video games. So that, that, tub, that tub is full of video games. 
and I filled up a bigger one at home with number video games and systems. Then at my dad's house, I got a shitload more video games. I got my Dreamcast over there. I got my. I can't find my GameCube. I need to find that shit. Hey, we gotta polish those up and put them up for display and shit. Dude, I would. I was them? gonna ask you if that's you're gonna nice. do that because um, I got like parts to all that stuff yeah, too. So cool. like Dreamcast. Uh, you know, PS2. Bro, if like, you get games, let me know. Oh, I get them all day. I'll get them off you, like shit that ain't worth nothing. Well, if you want, because I leave them. I'll pay em. you whatever it's worth, you know? Yeah, like, well, you I leave them there. You the whole collection? Like, the yeah, whole yeah, library? I just, yeah, I just want to have as much shit as possible. Yeah, dude, just let me know. Would, let me know what you're looking for, and I just grab it. That's like my yeah. Jordans right there. Yeah, it'd be legit <laughs> yeah. to have, like, the whole library of the console. Yeah. All the Dreamcast games with the Dreamcast, you know? Oh, all the, that. That'd dude, be hard. That's hard as fuck, yeah. you know? Because there's some that are really... Well, you might get lucky and find the locker with everything. Yeah, know. we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, so, just... Uh, so, the I think the video game expo is maybe three or four years old now. And uh, it just happened last week here in Phoenix, we were, Arizona. We were at Willie's Tacos. It was right across the street from the convention center. Yeah, Willie's is right on the corner. Yeah, yep. and it was packed. So, so we've ended uh, the first show here. Um, shout out to Neil. Uh, Neil's the one who puts those together. And, we're, you know, we've been friends Neil with him Armstrong. for years. Was that yeah. the one in Mesa? Uh, that's where it used to be held, but now it's downtown because it got so which big. One, which one did you sell at, Mesa? The Mesa. Me too. So my first year, I made T-shirts. You I did? made a bunch of Zelda shirts and stood outside in the parking lot, bro. I seen you. No way. Yeah, because we, we were out there. Yeah. Uh, so I was there set up, and I was like, look at those dudes slinging those shirts. And you guys were right in the front. Like, yeah, right, right in yeah. the front. Uh, yep. Had yeah. a bunch of Zelda screen printer shirts. That's dude. funny. We sold a few. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. They kicked my ass out yeah. after a few. Yeah, hours. I was gonna say. I was like, dude, watch the um, cause I was like, they're hustling. That I was like, they ain't gonna like that. Yeah. The sales started heating up. And they, yeah. You had a line. Yeah, I, I did at one point. Yeah. So that's when they fucking seen that like people started actually coming and buying shirts. They were just coming, dude. And I was. That's smoking. when the securities came. Dude, right? I had to leave. What they say? Like, you can't go. be selling um, outside of the venue. Gear. Yeah, you have to have a booth and all that. You have to be inside. You have to have a booth. They're like, I'm and not on your property, or <laughs> I don't know. I was, dude. I was right, <laughs> <in> the <front. laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to hear that quick story, yeah, two yeah, minutes. Sorry, tops. sorry for interrupting. That no, no, no. Reminded yeah. me of that. You know what's dope yeah. about that? I want to talk to you about it after, because uh, yeah, those that was a good time. The first one, man. I was smoking in those bushes right there <laughs> in the front. Yeah, but um. So here's here's a story real quick. Uh, we were out and we were doing some shopping, and we ran into this guy, and he had these two tubs at a at a yard sale. And uh, they're like the fifty gallon uh, tubs, like those big black uh, with the yellow tabs on the side, and super heavy duty. So um, he pulls out these tubs, and uh, I go, "What's in the tub?" And he goes, "Oh, I don't know yet." And then he opens the tub, and it was full of. Uh, Nothing but GameCube, so specifically Ooh. GameCube only, all GameCube stuff. So, you know, I asked him how much he wanted for it, and he told me, um, he goes, how about you give me uh, uh, $3 a game, and then uh, the console, he's all, you can have it for 30 bucks. So after I added everything up, it was like $250. And uh, then he found another little shoebox that had a 3DS in there with like 10 Pokemon games. Fuck, dude. So he added another $50 onto that. So it was 300 bucks total. So uh, inside of that GameCube uh, bin, when we got home, I bought it because we were getting ready for the first annual uh, Game On Expo. So I had everything at my house. I had um, collected 
for six months just video game stuff. So I found a NES game, the the um, Power Glove, and I had that with the which was really rare, complete. And then we had like uh, Robbie the Robot. We had uh, all these things that were just vintage Nintendo stuff. So when I look in the GameCube uh, case, there's like almost every game you could think of but there was one game in there it was called uh uh emblem of fire fire emblem fire emblem Fuck yeah. it was sealed damn it was sealed like with a plastic cellophane right still wrapped around it so that's money yeah we sold that joint for not not like the little you know samson but that was our highest selling game at the time and we sold it at the game on expo and it was like a spectacle for people to see that thing sealed and they asked where we got it from and you know all this stuff and it was just part of a collection, but yeah, that thing was sealed, and it was it was a trip that we laid out that GameCube collection, and it was more of a um, like a like how uh, Alto was saying, it was more of like a museum. People looked at it first and was like counting the titles and was looking at it, and then they just started like buying them after that, like yeah, oh my bro. god, I've never seen this game ever before, and it was uh, yeah, they it's made big, a little man. video of it, That's yeah, it was sick. Big. But I had did some custom Nintendos there that blew everybody away, dude, yeah, with the pastas. Yeah, I did a Pikachu. I did a Contra. Took them apart, like the casings. And the whole them. thing, controllers uh, and everything. Yep, the controllers matched the console. I did a Blastoise Pikachu. I did Double Dragon. Uh, we did um, a Contra. The Contra one was sick, man. I did it 8-bit. Like, the characters were 8-bit all, Sick. like, digitally and shit. But, yeah, that was a good time, man. Good, Fucking good Contra. Contra's Sick. a classic. It's dope, man. The video game community, it's a, it's an awesome one, dude. You know, and it's a big one. And it's, like, a multi-billion dollar industry, too, that a lot of people overlook, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, that's for sure. Multi-billion dollar industry. Oh, yeah. That's and it's so uh, much fun, man. It's so nostalgic. I see games, dude, and it, it, all, it like, right away, it takes me back to my childhood, man. Yeah. You know, and some of my fondest moments, you yeah. know, were playing video games with my brothers and my friends, man. Yeah. You know, and then them coming over and Getting slap on some it, X yeah. games on PlayStation, you know, like, whatever whatever was, was on. Tony Hawk. Tony yeah. Hawk was a big one, too, That's man. huge. Uh, that's yeah. the U.S.'s number one export is video games. So that's how we bust our gun here. Just make the most money exporting. What do you guys make of, like, Donald Trump blaming video games for <laughs> for the shootings? Typical political propaganda. Uh, trying to find a little backup. It's true. I always play Tetris. Now Not I'm a carpenter. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know how many people are playing Call of Duty at its peak had 8.5 million players across the world, dude. Yeah, exactly. Like, Everyone yeah. in the world plays video games, shooting games. Not everybody. Like, out of those 8.5 million. And all other countries people? are all other countries are I saw pretty gra- normal. I saw a know? graph where it was showing video game sales um, uh, rel- and its relevance, relevancy to um, shooting. mass shootings. And it was like, you know, uh, South Korea was like number two, like, you know, maybe by like two thirds of the what the U.S. and they're just a fraction of like mass shootings in like the past. I forgot how many every years, and it goes down from that like Australia, all all developed countries and stuff. Yeah. So it was really interesting. I mean, it's obviously a cop out, right? Like when we talk about, um, you know, where it's it's white supremacy. Then that that's that's what it is. And um, you know, when it's a black person, like I saw somebody posted something about a Donald Trump um, had had said. The shooter in Philadelphia hadn't um, should have never had their uh, should have never been able to buy guns. Uh, they were a criminal, this and that. And the response was, "I'm not. I don't even know what, who the shooter is, but I already know he's black." 
Uh, and apparently he was. I didn't look. I, I haven't yeah, looked into that, but it, it, it's, it's very true, right? And it's uh, this cycle that black and brown people are inherently violent. And, you know, it, it, the, the media doesn't cover um, the, the systematic oppression or doesn't cover, um, you know, facts of, of, of depression and what, what um, economic hardships puts mm-hmm. on these communities that cause these, these, this violence. But yet, when it's a wine person does it, yeah, it's, oh, it's mental illness. or It's always something. Um, yeah. yeah. They, well, they, the they, they, give, control, they give them an out. Man. It's controlled. Mainstream yeah. media is controlled, and then it, we know by who already. When in reality, you know, it's like it's a terrorist threat, yeah. dude. It's we all be in the domestic terrorism. Check this out. Immortal Technique was in line when he called it the fourth branch of the government, man. Yeah, you know, like it's yep. It's a terrorism. No, no, the news, the media. Sorry, media news. Yeah, you know they utilize yeah. it, man, to spread propaganda, propaganda to get people on their page. You know, brainwash to, everyone to spread, to spread fear for the most part, man, because that's all they're showing right now is things that make think people scared. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and that's it's a like, way to control the people. And when you're scared, you don't think rationally. You know, you you start assuming and all kinds of shit. You know, and you can create like a mass anxiety type yeah. thing and shit. That's why like, I, I can't watch the news fear. or none of that. Dude. I don't watch. I, the I hate watching that stuff because it's. The There's same hundreds stuff of millions of yeah, people that, that do, man. That are addicted to you watching know? the news, you and know? And they, like, go to sleep with that shit yeah. on. Wake know? up and, they and watch it. on the news channels yeah. all fucking day, dude. And then it's, it's crazy, man. And it's yeah. like, that's not all that's happening. Right. Yeah, there's people yeah. that are on Fox News 24-7. Yeah, that's crazy. They believe everything... Yeah. That, they're, that they're telling them. And then there's people uh, on the other side as well, on the yeah. left side, that all they do is watch left CNN side. Or you know, and they and get yes, fully indoctrinated to that idea. Read The yeah. Guardian, yeah. You know? and and you're not with them, you're with the other one. You know, and it's, yeah. it's like, come on, man. And what, what's it? really interesting when you, when you really break it down, so there's people who, they don't watch the, the, the media, right, for their news. Because um, there'll probably be a difference between what is media and what is news. Like, this, what we're doing right now, is considered media. Right, so people can get information from us, and you know, uh, you research it and all this other stuff. Look into it, but yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, like, like you're your best source, right? Conversations, right, of what, what we're talking Party about. Politics creates that and, environment, right there. Yeah. And uh, but I think what's really important of what's being created, like uh, more than just spreading fear, is you hear that all the time. I hear that from so many people, like, oh, I don't watch the news. Like they would rather stay dumb and out of the know than because they're like the news is too depressing. Or I don't get involved in politics, or I don't, and then so. So you play they, they you say they're playing yeah. the gray. You, you become disenfranchised, right? Yeah. Then that's what they want, and then so you know you got these the, the left and the right and all mm. these other people that are making decisions about us um, for us, right? And um, that that's that's like that double-edged sword. That's a double-edged sword because we're not people aren't involved and people are disengaged. But that's the plan that they set out, right? For us to stay dumb, for us to stay um, uninformed, and and to not have these discussions, because you know I know all those not, but like if you know or anybody, right? If you're if you're on the right side, I'm I'm, I'm on the left side. I'm not even gonna talk to you because yeah. you're so you know blah blah blah. Instead of yeah. just understanding, because yeah, you're a Democrat. Yeah. yeah, I'm a Republican. You're right. a Democrat. We can't chill. Like, yeah, where's the it crazy? Yeah, it gets that yeah. crazy. Like what's I was tripping out. It's like not talking. Orlando calls it a um, re 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 re. It's basically the bloods and the crits, but I've got how he yeah. says it, and it's uh, yeah. I got a uh, one point to add. Uh, when you guys were talking about the uh, white privilege and everything, yeah. this just happened. I saw it on the news last night before I fell asleep. 
Did you guys hear about the guy that walked into Walmart fully uh, armored? Yeah, he was and, to save his so, rights. So check this out. So uh, the point that they were making, um, uh, I forgot the comedian's name, um, but he was saying, oh, you want to talk about white privilege? If that was a brown or a black person, they would have been dead. Huh, yeah. And this oh, yeah. guy was able to walk out, and the, the, the cop that was saying the interview, he's like, this young man was very lucky. Like, they never, you know, tackled him. They never did anything to him. Didn't they buy him, like, coffee, too, or something? Something. Uh, But I know that it was, like... Yeah. He he was just testing his rights. And he walked into a Walmart with a fully, uh, you know, fully... uh, Fully kitted out. Yeah, fully decked out. Yeah, like, he had metal... And the other thing that's really cool, what's really... Yeah, is the one that happened in Cleveland. Um, They're, like... that. That's a prime example within, what was it, 32 seconds? He shot, like, 20... Or I, I don't know. See, I don't even know the numbers. Yeah. That's how frequently this happens. Conspiracy but, theories. But the, how the police were there within 30 seconds, mm-hmm. right, to shoot shoot them dead, and they're like, that that they are the good guys with the guns, quote unquote. You're saying good guys with guns were gonna stop the bad guys with guns. It's like the good guys were there, and he yeah. still killed like nine people. He uh, still shot yeah. all these people. So it's it's really interesting to see, you know, and then how. Um, more than just and that, and that's actually what I was talking to Psych about last week is when we were talking about all the gun violence last week on last week's episode, which actually I like the way that the, the 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 conversation went, where it wasn't about the shooters, it wasn't about um the death actually, and it and it wasn't about racism and politics, and if you really go back and listen to last week's episode, where the discussion went about violence and and actual gun control. Um, I thought that that's really important. So that's why I, I, I really want to make that difference between what is the media and what is the actual news. Um, and and when, you, when you think about stuff like that and, and how, again, these conversations lead. Um, but, but that was exactly like what the difference between white privilege, white supremacy, all these different things. And it's not even to say, again, to add more of a divide between us and we're all minorities here. We're all minority men, but it's not to create a more divide between literally black and white, but to understand the structure that is, um, that is set. And one of the things I want to talk about is a light rail and how that is a structure based off of white supremacy, but it's ran by the light rail? black and black and brown. Do you want me to get into that now or, or do you, we could, um, we can. Yeah. I mean, we're there. We're there. <laughs> first, first explain to there you go, Franco, the kick it off. The light yeah. So, um, about 10 years ago, Phoenix developed a, a light rail system throughout the downtown area that connected downtown uh, parts of Tempe and uh, parts of nor- uh, North Phoenix. And it's basically a, um, an uh, electric rail system, a car system that's above ground uh, that people, instead of paying to get on the bus, they can get on this. And it's on a track, and it works with... Uh, is it faster than the bus, or is it... It, same, it can be, same. yeah. It can it, be more economical. I mean, it's yeah. not using gas and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly, it's yeah. ele- it's electric and not gas, and it's um it's just another form of transportation. Cool. Um, and it, and and the the lights usually uh, the lights usually favor the light mm-hmm. rail to pass through, so it, it can be a little bit faster, and it's and it's better for uh, larger events like at ASU oh, okay. or um, like a downtown ball game. Yeah. the ball yeah. games. Bas- yeah. Exactly, that right there. Uh, Car- a cardinal's so flop. Yeah, and, and you could easily you could easily add yeah, more uh, light rows, send more light rows on at a time. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, that that was uh, that was put in place about ten years ago, uh, about two thousand eight, I believe. Yeah. Uh, right before the f- the uh, the last economic crash, um, and we kind of get into that. But anyways, 
now what's going on is uh, I'm, I'm from South Phoenix. I'm born and raised. I'm third generation. And uh, if you don't know much about South Phoenix, it's basically um, it's a low income minority um, part of town. Uh, it, it shares when you talk a lot about economic depression and uh, disenfranchise, everything that just went over over policing. Um, South Phoenix literally checks off all these boxes. Um, and, and that's a system that I'm, I'm going to be talking about because the light rail is going to be extended to South Phoenix. And this has been in the plan since the 90s. Um, and what ended up happening is the, the process in which it was taken, the community is really fighting back against at this point. Um, Proposition 105 is on the ballot. Uh, a no vote will continue the light rail construction as planned. And a yes vote will stop it. So already there, it's confusion. Do you confusion. think they flipped that oh, on yeah. purpose yeah. so I, that the people that don't know how to read or that don't want to read yeah. will just easily vote yes? Automatically think no means no yes. for the light rail. <laughs> and they also cu coupled it together with, um, with the pension uh, to, to rebuild, to re uh, uh, put money into the pension plans for, um, for employees, for the city employees or something like that. But again, it's, to, it's just to confuse people. But long story short um or make a long story even longer the li th this ballots on the initiative right so um and what basically happened again to to give you to so to paint this picture for you is to actually really go back and really understand the political environment of um of south phoenix and again all this stuff when we're actually talking about disenfranchisement and we're talking about a system that's built in place um of, of uh, literally everything that we've been talking about so there's environmental racism, which which is uh, of all of South Phoenix. In South Phoenix, in all of Maricopa County, five of the industrial waste sites are found in South Phoenix. Um, and that's for Maricopa County, not just the city. And so that's sewage, that's dumps, that's all this What, what about stuff. when they kill, like, the animals in Rio? Yeah, so that's the Rio Salado, mm -hmm. which is the river bottom that we know. That's where they, uh, so the dog pound would take the animals and just literally throw them there and and i had uncles that like were, burn them right no they bury them oh bury them okay like yeah. bass there's like bass graves of animals yeah and uh what's even worse is in the real salado there's uh, actually there's um they used to legally be able to dump chemicals in there and my uncle who was one of these empl employees would literally his job was just to push these barrels into this like cesspool of just chemicals and powders and stuff would fly in his face be popping and you know he got sick from it you know you don't know what chemicals are in there like oils like splashing on his face he doesn't even know what kind of liquid it is and and literally just pushing it constantly into this into this um uh tar pit that is what they called it and then to further that more, just down the street, South Phoenix is known for being originally an agricultural part of the city. That's where we grew corn, cotton. That's where we grew um, the oranges. Or, the or, yeah, the orchards, the or orchards, um, flowers even. And uh, so that's just covering the environmental racism. Then there's the police over policing, right? Um, which which is a bunch of different stuff. But anyways, what's going on? So to cap to bring that up to to modern day. Um, with the light rail coming in, what's been going on is since this has been going on since the 90s, um, they do this thing called redlining. This is the city of Phoenix and Valley Metro where they literally put uh, a red line around South Phoenix on a map and they tell developers, don't build here. You don't invest your money into this part of the city because you're going to lose money. That's a bad investment. Don't do that. 
So what ends up happening is South Phoenix, um, it stays poor, right? Because there's no, we, we have what's called a food deserts, which, which the residents don't have access to um, nutritional food. So like you hear about this all the time on the reservations where they just eat ramen noodles and hot Cheetos, right? Because that's, that's all there is in Coke. Um, Whatever is available at the corner stores. And <clears throat> so, so there, there's not access to that. Proper education is also a big thing. You know, you get... Um, Roosevelt School District, which is a public school district in South Phoenix, is like the worst in the nation because Arizona is like consistently the bottom three for public education. And of that system, Roosevelt's at the bottom of that. So when you really take into consideration what that means for our kids, I mean, you went to school there, right, Psych, yep. in that system? I was supposed to go there, but I actually went, my parents paid for me to go to a private school um, in South Phoenix. And what, yeah, Frank was a private school. Yeah, yep. great school, great school. Nice. I went to uh, South after that, so so I wasn't I wasn't all the way private or charter school <laughs> raised. <laughs> um, but no, but that that's actually a really important part of, of me going to private school is understanding the structure. And um, we talk about white privilege, but it's also a privilege that I had to be able to get a better education, but also be part of a church where a lot of decisions were based around. So because I was part of a church, now this is where we come into like segregation. Here's where we come into actually like the disenfranchised part. Because if you weren't part of a church, right, you're not considered part of the community. If you didn't go to this better school and you were one of the ghetto kids or whatever, you, you your family, because you weren't worthy enough, right, you couldn't be part of this discussion. So, um, and understanding that and seeing that right from the inside, like really seeing like, the mistreatment and how other people aren't included within decisions of of us this is our community right these are our parks these are everything uh so anyways and and to understand that as a kid and as a teenager is i think really really important um but also sh but also shows a testament of how fucked up a system is that a ch child that's privileged to everything that's good can notice that right um so so anyways back to the light rail um so all this is going on, all this redlining, environmental racism, property values dropping, property values dropping, uh, uh, value of life is dropping. All the meanwhile, these developers are buying up land. They buy up land, buy up land, buy up land. It's super cheap. Now that the light rail's coming in, now that they're able to make the money, now they're selling land, now they're putting up the condos, now they push out the families out of there. Now they, all, the, all these people who are having to rent these homes because... They, they weren't given a privileged education or a good job. They can't afford to live in a better house or they can't afford like an actual um, uh, 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 afford a, a way of living and a way of life that can give them the structure to these places, right? They're, they're, and that's how they're forced into these sorts of economies. So when it's saying poor people need to stop being poor, it's like, no, there's so much more than that, right? And... Um, so then now, again, bringing even more into current times, what's going on is there's a, there's a gallery on the south side called, uh, called uh, the Sagrado that's run by Sam Gomez. So the Sagrado is actually backed by Remax, a, a real estate company, who is backed by St. Catherine's, the church that I was just talking about. The church, which is in in cahoots with the with the with the well, it's not um, not so much the church, but more Remax, which is in cahoots with this uh, Brown uh, Development Fund called Rasa Development Fund. 
So what happens is all this grant, all this money was going towards these organizations like Rasa Development Fund. But none of that money was given back into the community. None of that money is invested back into the community. It's, all, it's, it's in the pockets of people like Tommy Espinoza and all these kind of like chairmans of the boards who, who say, oh, we're not getting paid. But, they're make, but they make money off these investments. They make money off these development. Like it's, it's a really, really shitty, gross system that is based off the oppression of the community that they're from, right? So then they use somebody like Sam to start this this gallery to say, oh, we're reaching out to to the uh, uh, Chicana women of, of this area. We're, we're reaching out to brown uh, POCs. We're reaching out to all these people. But then they pick and choose. Again, it's a privilege because I've been there where they said, where they told black people, you're not, you're not invited into this space. This little, not, not Sam specifically, not Sagrado, but this little collective they're part, part of called the SOFO Collaborative, South Phoenix. So if that isn't like gentrifying terms right there, they're trying to change South Phoenix to SOFO. That's what they're literally like pushing. And every- Are you kidding me? They're gonna call it SOFO? Yeah, that's literally Sofo what they call themselves. Stand up. Dude, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a fucking, it's a lot of bullshit. Um, but then you have, again, someone like the Sagrado, Sagrado who's saying we have an open door policy for POCs, for people of color. But it's like, no, you don't if you literally told black groups not to come. You literally told uh, 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 LGBT groups and people who represent these groups not to come. So it's like, how are you really representing the community? And then f- you further that and you actually go down Central Avenue and you s- every like, dude, there's so many fucking signs that say vote yes, 105, vote yes on 105, vote yes, 105 businesses and just along houses and Sagrado puts up signs that say vote no on 104. And it's like, how, how that's cool that you believe that. But how can you actually say you're part of the community if you're literally not backing anything people are saying down here? But then it's because this fool is is sucking off the dude of Remax, who's telling him, "Oh, you could stay here for free and run whatever you want out of this gallery, but just make sure brown people are here. Make sure that we can check off these boxes, so it looks like we're talking to the community." But a lot of those people aren't even from that community specifically. It's a magic trick. Yeah, and and it's pulling that wool over your eyes. And then so so they're at these tables. They're at these tables saying. We're representing the community. Look at these businesses we're talking to. And again, that's how they get the money. And that's how they start getting a saying into like what's going on that, again, doesn't represent. So that's how gentrification happens. These are brown people that are doing it, but on this white supremacist structure. We can say, you know, support black and brown businesses all fucking day. We could say support women and give them our money. But if, if our white supremacy says, okay, now we got all the seashells, now this is our form of currency. We got bitcoins now. We got cryptocurrency. You have all the money. Cool. We don't use that anymore. All these are structures that are used to oppress us that we abide by. That we say, okay, we're going to do that instead of changing it on them as to like what we really want. And, and this light rose a really good example of that to show, you know, and again, I could go more into it, but um, in that really brief situation of how this has been going on for years and then how they use our people against us or to say like sam he's not even from the south side he's from the west side right (laughs) 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 but that's exactly what it is and and um and you know when we look at it you know that's just on the city level and when we look at on like bigger um economic levels when we see like somebody like trump who's he's just a puppet 
he's literally just a puppet. Nobody respects him, or you know. But they may listen to him. And I do, Holmes. <laughs> you know well, what? That probably goes on everywhere, right? Well, gentrification. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, but but um, but nobody. But that that and that's the whole thing, right? Is what, what the reason why Phoenix was able to get this grant? To, to build this uh, light rail to continue it. Yeah, how'd is, they get the money? Is uh, It's a federal grant. It was a federal grant that came. It was from the um, a transportation budget. So what ended up happening was um, years ago before officially the money came, they said uh, the federal government was like, okay, Phoenix, your people are dying. Your people literally in South Phoenix are dying 15 years earlier than any uh. part of the city. Uh-huh. Because, again, when I said there's food deserts, there's no adequate access to health care, all this stuff. They're literally dying 15 years faster than people in Paradise Valley, Scottsdale, Tempe. Think about that shit. Okay. They're saying people are dying from heart disease. People are dying from respiratory problems. People are dying for, uh, from diabetes. That's nutrition, right? right? Exactly. That's but. Remember when I was talking about all the that lack of. Remember when I was talking about the the dumps. Remember when I was talking about um the exposure the to all the nuclear. Remember the, the remember the mm-hmm. the Broadway fires that yeah. would happen along Broadway. Chemicals were burning and nobody knew what the chemicals were and people were breathing that in. What do you mean Not Broadway fl- fires? So so in the nineties and early two thousands, <laughs> like like there's, there's a bunch uh, of riot fires. <laughs> there, there's a bunch <laughs> of junkyards there. I know and, what you're talking about. And, uh, yeah, so between like Thirty Fifth Avenue, they to were like burning tires, 19- is what they were burning. Like, but remember a bunch that? of stuff. There's just random yeah, it was fires. Like tires yeah. and a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not ninety ninety percent of the of, of Maricopa <laughs> CO two admissions come out of South Phoenix. Think about that. So again, so made my skin crawl. I want to make a connection. So he like just he just said Trump was a uh, like a um, a puppet. So uh, talking about the family. Remember you asked us to all watch that family documentary. Oh yeah, did you watch it? Yeah, that's just nuts, right? So you, that's that's what I'm gonna talk about. But uh, you know, it goes into Trump and how he uh, the puppet. Well, he's. I'll get into it, but yeah, I'll let Franco tell. No, the yeah. So, the uh, anyways, all all this stuff was going on, and um, uh, with with, I lost my train of thought, but with the fires and and so health and and so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so so the federal grant money, so they're saying like your people are dying. Why? What's going on? So you need to do environmental studies, health studies, all this stuff that's going on. And they said, and they said, everything you've been doing so far, just the boxes you've been checking off, you need to do that differently because, again, that's disenfranchisement, all this stuff. You need to, you need to do this system differently. Don't just go the way you've been doing it. Um, but that's what's basically happened is Valley Metro, the city of Phoenix, they've just been going through checking about, okay, okay, a nonprofit group, you're working with businesses? Okay, cool, you got a gallery? Okay, cool, you're doing, okay, cool, let's check these boxes, right? You're doing all this stuff, and, and, but it's nothing different. It's exactly what's happened now in Roosevelt Row, right, where now it's very whitewashed. It used to be like a, one, a, a Latino barrio, right, with a bunch of Hispanic families, and then uh, artists came in, and 
revitalized it and then then they got pushed out and now there's just condos and it's, it's very gentrified yeah sold them and that's sold what, it to them cheap that's what's going down yeah. grand avenue and that's what they're trying to do down right central there on 7th ave and right off the freeway yeah too, those yeah new condos exactly. they built right in front of that uh, restaurant yep the Mexican check restaurant. it out like you yeah. could you could literally go from what's happening on roosevelt uh, row to what's happening down grand to the future plans of what's happening down uh in south phoenix even the the car wash that was there forever. The one Lalo's painting, right? That one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got torn Dude, down for Starbucks. Starbucks there now. Yeah, like, what the fuck? When did they vote? When huh? did they vote for that? Uh, the so the I think the last day is on the twenty sixth of which month? Uh this month this of month? August. August. So if you got your early ballot, you gotta go vote. Vote. Go vote, vote. Yes. Vote, like vote, vote. Yes. And um, yes, but on the and, the, and, and yeah, the, yeah yes, that. yes, on the light road to, yes to stop, to stop yes it to stop oh, to stop because it. and here's the main reason why, like, whether it's development, whatever people believe, I believe this can bring a lot of money to the city. Uh, don't get me wrong, it can help bring money into South Phoenix, it can open a lot of doors, but not the way it's been done, not the way it's, it's being done, not the, not the lack of community the involvement, yeah, because it, it, it is saying this is what we're doing for you. This is, you know, as opposed to like, let's build this with you and the community, what you guys have in mind because of it. And nobody's been, everybody at this table says, I don't vote because it is, it is. It's fake, it's dude. Fa- exactly. Yeah. And we know that. Vote. And, and, and one, one of the biggest ever. things I say, especially with a lot of nonprofit groups, I say, oh, we got to get out and vote. We got to do this. How do we, how do we, how do we mobilize South Phoenix? I say, what you got to understand is like South Phoenix, people from South Phoenix, a lot of people, not everybody. Um, and and up, communities, bro. but but it's saying, yeah. And here here's why we stand up, because no matter if it's a policy change or a law, the laws have never been put in place to help us. They've been put in place to check us, to, to, yeah, yeah, and to really be like to imprison you. Yeah. So we have been forced to just to stand the fuck up, and we're gonna do whatever it is we're gonna do. You're gonna outlaw weed. We're still gonna smoke it. Yeah. Oh, we've been smoking. Yeah. It. You're going to outlaw, you know, you're going to outlaw cruising. Cruising's been outlawed in South Phoenix. We still have cruising events. Yeah, every Sunday. Like, know. think about that shit. Hey, there's signs posted up that no says cruising. No, no cruising. cruising. Yeah. yeah. Cruise will be pissed. Try stopping run. the mural game. She would yeah. not yeah. like that. Yeah. So, yeah. There, so there's a lot of stuff when you, when you really see, like, what, what they're doing is they, it, there's, it's been a lack of, a lack of um, artist engagement, right, where they're saying we're doing art. Um, even the fact to get graffiti writers as as their contracts for their art to be on the light rail was a battle in itself to get mm. l- not even graffiti writers but to get um local artists from phoenix and south phoenix so to be properly represented from yeah cities. from other states other yeah. states yeah. other countries they'll bring like new york artists german artists to yeah like graph up and paint yeah, when you have a whole like community of dope ass artists that have been here for decades so, now, so. yeah, and to get that, I think you're a part of some of that too, with like some of those discussions. But and, I know Psych was, yeah. but to just get people that we know, not even that we know, but that's just that's representative yeah. of the community onto that. Li- and but but again, that shows how how much there is such a separation yeah. between um, a structure and the people who it's intended for because there is that bridge isn't there and um and 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 i think that's what's really huge right now when you think a lot about a lot of conspiracy theories there is truth behind it because of structures like this that are based off white supremacy that is based off of colonialism that is based off of definitely a, a, a off of a corporation and um and capitalism right and and um 
when we really start to understand all these different structures, we actually start to see why these things are happening. Why, like stuff like the family and Trump, what Sykes going to talk about. Um, but yeah, I just want to wrap that up and be like, you know, there's a lot more information. If you want to hit me up, um, uh, Franco underscore six oh two on Instagram and further um, discuss this situation. Yeah, because yeah, I could go on. I could go on. Yeah, some thigh, some thigh tickler uh, picks. Um, no, but definitely hit me up, um, and and I could just tell you more about it. Um, cause I, I think I eaten up monopolized enough of time, but yeah. No, you're talk good. About you're that. good. Yeah, no, yeah I, I tell people it. now, yeah. like I used to not vote and think, oh shit, it's rigged, you know, right. like it doesn't count. But the way I started seeing it, reading and reading the documents and all that shit is like, well, it's fixed, right? It is rigged and yeah. shit. But that just means that the game is fixable. Yeah. You know, that means that we can rig it right. in our favor. That yeah. means it's possible because they've rigged it in yeah. their favor. Yeah. So let's start tipping the fucking scales over and we can rig it on ours and start and voting and putting people in from our communities that we know and can trust and all that shit. And like not, all, not only that, too, I think it's also um, t- to further your point. It's whether we have a de- whether we have a decision on whether Trump's elected, right? Because yeah. that's all debatable. But we do we do have um, a say with the more of a local level. Like, do we want this light rail to come in? Exactly. And and we can say yes or no. It's we a community and vote. yeah, and and stuff like that. We do have control over. Like, who do we put on the board of our uh, on the uh, the education for our children? Right. We do have control over that. So we look small and then we think big and. Um, yeah, and then that that's very poignant on what what you said, Alto, because it's just really sad that the, the system they put in place is working, you yeah. know, and it's yeah. working against us. It's sad how, like, gangs work, you know, how the drug game worked, yeah. Yeah. you know, like how all their little ploys and plans that they did and we now know are true and shit. They're not conspiracy theories. We do know that they brought cocaine in. We do know that they mm-hmm. fucking use it to fucking fund their wars in the Contras. Yeah. You know, we know, we know all this shit to be fact now and shit, so... Well, they came out and said it, you know. Well, there's there's documents, there's court hearings, you know. They they assassinated Martin Luther King Jr., you know. Like, it it all came in. There's documents to prove it all and shit, like. Al Martin. So, it's like, fuck it, you know, like. It's obviously rigged against us, man. We got to get together and shit, you know, and there's no other way. Especially people like, like us who are. Um, you know, some of us didn't graduate high school, you know, yeah. some of us aren't parents, some of us, you know, we, we don't own property, right? And so we're not, we are not considered part of the community because we don't contribute. Mm-hmm. We don't contribute in this structure of what is, you should be doing this. You it. should have an education. You should be, you know, married. You should this. Yeah. And the further and further you're, you're removed from that, the further and further you're removed from a conversation of actual decision making. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be interesting to see, like, a campaign with no parties and just ran, like, you actually saw the administration or thought he was picked out. And person you, versus person. You I valued like them. Administrations against them. You have your whole yeah, team like set whole up already. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, no, yeah. no Democrats, no Independents, no Republicans, no I'm nothing. I'm come with Franco. Franco's Let's just go on the merit of your advice. administration. <laughs> you know, what have you done while you sat in Congress? Yeah. What did you do while you were doing this? You know, like, instead mm-hmm. of, we're going to do this. You know, yeah. Like, or like I'm your savior, vote me. Like I'll I'll bring you guys out. None of, of that shit, man. It's like no, nah, man. We don't need a white savior. We just need someone who'll listen to what the Actual, people need. Actual like debates, like, you know, Sanders. not these not these yeah. little reality TV Bernie shows. Bernie Sanders out there promising the world. And shit. <laughs> oh yeah, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> he's on what do you guys think guys? about Bernie Sanders? You think he's too old? I don't think, think it's possible what he's saying with the way that America mm. has been set up. But oh, no. I think he could do some change though. But 
bring some change to the table. He's not lying when he's saying if we were to cut the military spending, man. Yeah. No, a lot of the shit we saying is real, but like you're saying, I think yeah. it's going to be impossible for him to fulfill. If we were a to redirect the, like, the whole tax interest. on Wall Street, you know, and all the trades and shit yeah. to add like a micro tax on it and shit with us like yeah. fractions of a cent on Barney, each transaction. Barney's going to be his uh, vice president. All right, give me hugs. Bernie. Free hugs. Bernie and Barney. Barn nice. dog. Barney. Talking about barn dog. Homie barn? Mr. UFC. Yeah, but it's a. Barney Niner? It's too radical as shit. His, his, uh, what he wants to change is too radical because it's like a whole 180 like we're gonna go this way though shit there's too many checks and balances for their system to change radically like that so it the bills have to go through and they have to be passed but obviously that's where they get it all uh, entangled where nothing ever happens good or fast because everything that we try to do that's right it never goes through and the, the bad stuff just happens like that you know uh, Alexandria um um, Alexandria Garcia Cortez, the um, congresswoman, mm-hmm. she actually put a really good. Um, uh, she put it in perspective when she said, "It doesn't matter if we not if we tax the top whatever one percent, ninety percent, and well, I forget taxes how taxes are going. Yeah, how many billion or how many billions we get from them? It's if we're not telling the politicians on how to spend it, exactly. it's it's still not going to work. And I was like, damn, that's fucking true. Could bring in." One trillion extra. Yeah, no, just going to disappear into the military. Cayman right Islands like and all offshore accounts that we've discovered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like with the ep- Epstein. Dude. We'll yeah. yeah. Dolo had some notes on that, right? Yeah. I saw that. Epstein suicide. Yeah, what that's the biggest that? conspiracy going on right now. Dude, that's a hot one. Let's shit. get into that, man. I actually had a video. See if, uh, if you can look it up while I get my notes out. Franco. Who? Uh, Here, I'll give you my phone. It it was a Giuliani one. Rudy Giuliani? Yeah. Are you connected to the Wi Fi here? Uh I think so. I got my notes right here. Just look up Giuliani uh, Epstein and then just beam it up there. No, no, I was just going through like conspiracies that they're talking about with the uh, suicide, the facts. Here's the facts that I've gathered. I try to call them facts because I gathered them from like CBS.com, ABC. So I don't think they're gonna publish bullshit. They're publish the, they're publish the info as they get it too. You know, it might be bullshit. It might not be. Yeah. And I also got it from some other websites. They're not the ones altering the facts. If they are, but I'm, I try to stay away from the conspiracy websites. You they're know, go way out there. Yeah, it's like it's just assumptions. So this could be like it's something to look into yeah. at the end of the day. You know, something to look into. So yeah, um, I don't know. If you guys heard that Epstein actually had. Um, broken bones in his in his neck and they that said and they said that's more uh that that happens more often with the strangulation rather than a hanging and the way the way he hung himself still got me tripping though like they give him uh the blankets are basically made out of paper you know and they had to check on him every 30 minutes but these guards were falsifying that shit they would crash out in the office and yeah. So these fools got put on paid leave. Now, I don't know if they got fired or paid leave. They the got guards. transferred, no? I think they're back. Yeah, they're back to work already, I guess. They're watching El Chapo now? They're watching uh, El Chapo. El Chapo. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably... <laughs> Chaping now. They call him Chaping. <laughs> right, that's next, right? El Chapo, El Chapo got out. I think we're officially the most corrupt government. I mean... So, yeah. Um, he was taking off a suicide watch maybe, what, a week? I think a week before he committed that. They said they were understaffed. 
understaffed and their yeah and their employees their were workers overworked. were overworked. Did you see the guy that they put him in the cell with? <laughs> that buff dude? Yeah, he's a big old buff dude. J- Jason Statham. He was a <laughs> ex, he was an ex cop yeah. too. Wait, which one? He's a big old oh, buff dude. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Joe Rogan was talking oh, about it. Oh, that choked them out. That's what they said, Joe Rogan. Yeah, his um. He his mentioned uh, something about somebody. He was just talking how strong the dude was, and it looked like he would be able to lift the guy up and you know just choke have him have his out way with them and, shit. and then just say he fucking. Oh yeah, straight up. Those guards are trained have to take fools down, man. No, oh, no, the prison, the his uh, cellmate. That's who you're talking about, right? Oh, right. His, cellmate. his cellmate. No, it he was, was an ex-cop, and he was like a mm. big old roided up looking hey, guy. Man. That prison system is so corrupted. Like, it is. What gangs, anybody, you can be touched anywhere in there, man. You know, and guards are always paid and shit to look the other way or participate. My uncle know, so. was locked up. He was, he was, um, he did some stuff, but he was one. He, he, he ran some, some things, and uh, yeah, he tells me stories of how <laughs> your uncle did. Yeah, Locked like up. he, like even one time, when, when he, the one of the craziest stories is he said, uh, I'm not gonna say exactly what he said, but. Um, it was a day his at his wife at the time served him with divorce papers, and was like, uh, let, "Let's kill some, uh, let's uh, let's basically let's I want to kill some people." Um, and they, they started a riot at the jail, like just like that, just because he he said, and um, I forgot how many how many cops or how many officers got hurt and stuff, and um, he would just say like just that. That pr- what's it called uh, that prison vengeance of people who are like you know molested kids and stuff like that like what they what would happen to them, so it was crazy like how how easy it was to get a message in there, and and to have somebody somebody taken out. Yeah. yeah so the conspiracy oh, yeah. is even uh, I can't get the audio to play, but Giuliani was talking about on this interview was that. It, that he sees it, he thinks it's impossible, bro, for this shit to ever have happened, you know, like, and this dude's been in that prison, he was the mayor of New York, so he knows that prison inside out, and he's like, dude, it's just impossible, like, they don't give you the proper, the proper tools, that dude asked him, like, isn't the fucking blanket made out of paper or some shit, and he's like, yeah, dude, you know, he's like, he's the most high profile inmate, yeah, how are you just gonna leave him alone, he's like, he's like, I find it impossible, He's like, we'll wait till, till we get further details. So this was before the autopsy, um, the autopsy information was revealed. Yeah. But they were talking about how um, he had a broken bone. It's like by the Adam apple, Adam's apple and man, right there where he's fucking touching. <laughs> and they say that shit happens more with strangulation. And they said they heard somebody shrieking and making noises, bro. So they're thinking maybe the fuck. But he's but, struggling and stuff. All right, the autopsy said, um, yeah, but we got to get it through here or else it's not going to... Or get the mic on there. Yeah. The eight, but yeah, but then we're not going to be able to listen to it here. Get that mic on there. I could plug Pause it, it for in now. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. You want to plug it in there? What are we plugging? Um, the uh, 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 coaxial, like the headquarter head. Yeah, that one right there. Yeah, that shit's a trip, man. So everything's a strangulation, and the guards weren't watching. But yeah. now they're saying that he had a celly too, a cell phone. Like no, like he had like a cellmate. Oh yeah, the cell. F- oh, I was uh, sorry, a cell phone. Did they have cellmate. him alone? Oh, a big old and, uh, cellmate, big bro. Old, and he was an ex-cop. 
And they didn't have him alone. Yeah. I think that dude's facing the death penalty, too. The, the dude who strangled yeah, him. don't give a fuck yeah. already. Yeah. yeah, man. That shit. Yeah. Place on suicide watch. Not check. Yeah, so it's... it's uh, That conspiracy is, like, on both sides, too. That's what's crazy. This is, like, one of the universal conspiracies. Because the Republicans have a, their own re- conspiracy. Like, Donald Trump was fucking... Oh, re- I got that. Retweeting conspiracies, yeah, his, dog. His top ten conspiracies. That's his homie, though. Yeah. What up? That's his homie. Yeah, but what he's saying, like, he's blaming Hillary and shit, yeah. like, reposting, reposting shit. He didn't type it in himself, but he reposted yeah. it, retweeted all, it. They were all homies. That's the same it's, thing as him saying it's, it, you know? It's funny, like, Democrats are like, you know, like, fuck it. If, if Bill Clinton did shit, if the Clintons did shit, they should burn this and that. But, like, the Trumpers are all like, it's all it's all the Clintons. It, like, Trump's, Trump's uh, fucking innocent, this and that. And it's crazy how brainwashed people are. Like, for reals, dude, it's sick. Yeah, so on July 23rd, he was found with he was found nearly unconscious on the ground with injuries to his neck. He was in the fetal position and he blamed it on the on his cellmate. He said that dude was trying to fucking kill him, you know, but they placed him on suicide watch. That's when they placed him. And I think by like July 30th or, or August 1st is when they took him off of suicide watch. The convicted pedophile claimed that the cop roughed him up, and that's how they got him off suicide watch. So he blamed it on the cop after. I don't get it. Well, the cop that he was locked up with, right? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. With the correctional officer. That's crazy. So man. That's that's a that's a twisted story, man. Like you can't. I don't think nobody's ever ever gonna believe everything that they're going to give us on Wait, this but, story. But, but at the time, though, at the time of his suicide, he did not have a cellmate, right? He was by himself? Hmm. Right? It was said he removed after that complaint. Oh, the cameras didn't work. That's another thing Giuliani said. He was like, how are the cameras not going to work? He's like, this is your most high-profile yeah. inmate. It's evident. It's evident yeah. what's going on. It's, it's like too obvious. Inside so job. Are yeah. you plugged inside? But he is. He oh, he got it right there, ready to go. He's oh, a, so plugging it to your phone, yeah. Oh. He's an elite financier, man. Like he has started over. He's, he's in that bubble. He's up yeah. in that upper see. echelon. Yep. Is it this one? And, yeah. he would, and one of the theories. Do you think he was partying right? by himself? No. Like and the, the theory is, is just like the mob, in order to keep him quiet, you got to off him. So he can't drop those names of those high-profile people. Can't even take the risk. The Metropolitan Correctional Center, known as the MCC, Lower Manhattan, you know it well. (laughs) I saw saw it being built. You saw it being built. (laughs) Sure, it's it's connected to the U.S. Attorney's Office. How would you explain it to viewers? (laughs) How would you describe it? What's what's happening on a Saturday night inside this jail? So it's a jail rather than a prison. So people don't know the distinction between it. A jail is a place you hold people when they're awaiting trial. A prison is where you put them when they finally get sentenced. Those are more permanent places. Frankly, they're easier to handle, prisons. Jails are harder because they're very transient. Population in, out every day. However, uh, there's absolutely no excuse for this. What happened here, to me, is mind-boggling. It's impossible to happen. It's a relatively small facility. This isn't Rikers Island, which is, you know, 15,000 people in virtually a city with many, many different buildings. On on its own island. Yeah, one building. Uh, Almost everything is within uh, view, if you want it to be, of the guards. Everything. I, I, this if argument over whether he was on suicide watch or not is like silly because if he wasn't on suicide watch, he should have been on watch. 
the guy was a high-risk prisoner, wasn't he? I mean, he, he's a guy that there are probably 50 very important people that have a motive to kill him. We don't even know who they are. I'm not alleging that any of the people named, it's true. But we know there are some people I bet you Giuliano that are in a lot of trouble too. because of Epstein. They know who they are. He so like he the knows people, something. There's a tremendous, there's tremendous motive to kill him. It's almost like a number two. Christmas. Whether again, they want to kill him or not, prisoners don't like him. Right? He's a, he's alleged to be <laughs> maybe you know the most notorious child predator <laughs> of our generation. Prisoners are strange. Perverts the they don't like. So they'll kill a pervert You're just to kill a pervert. Second, Amen. he's a possible rat. Also, there's yeah. a lot of talk about him testifying. Green I believe you have to do that. That's good for the government. They believe you're a rat when you do it. So you, you got three strong reasons why this man may be done in. He might commit suicide. <laughs> he apparently attempted it Who's or he was attacked. That threat still remained even after a week. And the third one is maybe a prison prisoner on his own is just going to take him out like like they did with Whitey Bulger. I do not understand how anyone can explain not having him under 24 hour surveillance or not checking the camera constantly. So that leads to all the speculation that we all are upset is, about. Is there a camera? But we that? created the vacuum yeah. for that crazy speculation. Is there a camera? I don't of course there's a camera. It wasn't there working, is. they said. It wasn't working. The camera wasn't working. Damn, not there too, you have it. Not too long ago, Fox News and all that was bashing people that thought people had killed Sandra Bland in the jail. Yeah. And they were saying that nah, it was possible to commit suicide. Check it out, guys. Jail. Look at this. Here goes the, here <laughs> Pass goes it the around. There goes the picture that? of his. Uh, That's his a sell me right there. Sell right there. Big old dude. Looks like Vin Diesel. Like a big old Vin Diesel looking feared dude. hulking ex cop. So there you have it. There's uh, what we know so far. I guess what everybody knows. Yeah. At least what they're feeding the public. Yeah. Yeah, I think because Giuliani was a uh, wasn't he the um, he's a mayor, in not York. DOJ. What's it called? The uh, the attorney general for New York. Yeah. So yeah. he know. I think that was his role before the before mayor. Mm -hmm. But uh, so he knows. But they, that's what's kind of interesting too, because Giuliani's pretty fucked up himself in the sense of how a lot of how he backed up a lot of stuff that Trump did. Um, still does. Said. Doesn't he work for him still? Yeah, he's his. I think he's his. Uh, he's his lawyer, or he's. He's one of his lawyers. I don't, I don't remember his role. Everybody gets fired and changed under that administration. But um, it's weird because if he's staying out the obvious, what he's probably also doing is saying how they're clear. You know what I mean? He's like saying, well, this is what happened. And again, to blame like the Clintons, to blame anybody else, right? And uh, that, that just makes me want to actually research that a little more. Because um, that's pretty gross, dude. Yeah, yeah. And there's, there's new stuff coming out every day. Yeah. So like every... Like every conspiracy, yeah, there's gonna be a yeah. lot of shit missing. You know, there's gonna be a lot of shit that don't add up from uh, A to B. You know, they uh, skip, they go from A to F. You know, yeah. they skip some steps. And I'm glad people are like actually not letting this fall. Like they try to show you drop that, it. Yeah, yeah. It's our, it's our, it's our responsibility to pull that rabbit out of that hat. You know, yeah. and be like, here it is. That's your magic trick. But that's the hard part because everybody's doing magic tricks. Everybody, yeah. you know, the news fucking um politicians mm -hmm. businesses business owners businesses corporations that's why they call it politics instagram instagram fucking made masters out of that shit for yeah. fucking rookies you know for just regular people yeah. regular people are magic tricking that shit
Yeah, it's fucking crazy. So stuff. don't believe everything you see. Yeah. yeah. Look yeah. into it. Don't believe everything I say. I'm yeah. just researching like everybody else off the internet. That's what we have. You know, that's yeah. our that's our tool. Because if you put on the TV, not only are you barely gonna get news, you're gonna get flooded with commercials. You know, it's like three minutes of news, five minutes of commercials. It's like, what the fuck do I want to watch this? And usually, yeah. it's the same narrative. You go to from news station to news station. You're going to hear the same stories with different opinions, you know, yeah. where they, you know, one side's going to paint their narrative and they're going to hand out that script to everybody or yeah. however they do it. Because there's some there's some sketchy shit online where news reporters are saying the same exact shit just on different days even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But th- there's compilations of the same exact words, different newscasters, different news stations saying the same exact script, sometimes on the same day, mm-hmm. but sometimes they'll recycle that shit and... They'll throw it to a small town, you know, like, let's give it to a few small towns now. And that's how they do it, man. It's 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 media. It's a team of writers. It's a team of writers. I don't know who sponsors these writers. It's probably the writers, probably the the parties, you know, and whoever's lobbying because they're all ran by commercials. So those commercials you're watching are paying millions of dollars for us to watch these shows, to watch these debates go down. Yeah. And it's just. I think, and I think what we're doing, like you just said, right? We don't know. Like, go research it. We could be getting stuff wrong. Uh, we could exactly. be doing this. And what the most important thing we're doing now is we're having, uh, we're, we're having discussion, right? We represent so many different parts of, of life, like a business owner, uh, somebody who the working, cl- the working man who does, who has like the nine to five, um, uh, artist, father, activist. When we're we're all multiples of those, right? Mm-hmm. Toy but, seller, like but the, a motherfucker. <laughs> but the fact is, is you know we're all hustlers, or whatever we call it, you know. But the fact is, is we are having these discussions. We don't always agree, um, and we have conversations with people sometimes to fuck with them. But we are having <laughs> discussions to understand it, right? Like, what we were saying earlier, like people who watch the news, like I watched. I watch the news to see what people are getting and what they're interpreting. Yeah. Like that's what they're sh- that's the shit they're spewing, I right? Uh, yeah, no. and 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 but also to get a a better understanding about that and to have the discussion, which like this platform is so important for stuff like that, right? And the people that are listening can can we say you know we will, we will have these discussions and people are invited to come on if they want to discuss it even more you know but not just have diarrhea of the mouth yeah that's how i watch all this all the late like the news i get it from every side i go on youtube at night yeah. at the end of the night and i watch all kinds of shit dude from both sides bro and i just laugh yeah it's and who's uh, making fun of it or who's being yeah serious? yeah yeah i like trevor noah his take on it they clearly just bash each other now that's all it is part. yeah that's one all it is one side bashes the other side they clearly say the names now you know and they talk mad shit dude Oh yeah, straight yeah. up. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, they're very, no they're very dismissive. No, yeah. Ain't no but more that's what they want us, because then that gets us fighting with the other side. You know, we can't think of it any other way. Do you ever? Do you ever watch it every day? Do you ever see it when they talk about? They actually talk about like good shit, like but they they talk about us in a bad way. Mm-hmm. They'll be like the left wants. <laughs> they oh, want yeah. healthcare for everybody. Uh, yeah. It's like yeah. Oh, gonna pay for that. Yeah, that is <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's or or even like I'll see and it they on both sides. To pay for it. Yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff too when it's uh, when we're talking about immigration, which is the big hot topic right now. But it's like saying we do need we do need a system that's put in a place where people can come here safely. Mm-hmm. Like pe- people are talking about open borders, like that is so unsafe, like on so many different levels. And uh, but you got human rights activists that are just looking at one aspect of it, 
I said, Straight no, up. you got to understand there's there's other levels. There's levels to this. Like Shrek says, an onion. Yeah. There's levels to everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Like on is. the way here, I was watching that little video clip, remember, that we were watching on the way here. What up? We are watching a little video clip on the way here about, like, how we got to this moment in civilization through other people's help. And those mm -hmm. other people are, you know, like, the... Um, they call them the Ant-Men back uh, then, which is pretty much the Ananokis, they call them. Um, but it was crazy because, like, it was started off in, um, where was the first location? Um, I forgot, but um, they built, like, an underground thing that was nearly impossible to build for any catastrophic event. And they said they saved a lot of people, and that's how they kept the civilizations mm -hmm. going. Where is this at? Um I forgot. I could play the video. Peru, I got right? it right here. Oh, yeah, it was Peru, the first one. But I was just gonna play it because it leads into Arizona. So I was gonna play the yeah, Arizona the part tribe. from the Hopi tribe. How they helped the Hopis through, through uh, to to catastrophic events. Like, uh, and the show it pretty much explains it all. Watch. I'll let you listen to the Anunnaki. Who? So mm -hmm. Anunnaki's a a tribe. No, okay. they're the, the ancient race. The ancient race, the ancient race yeah. yeah. This is, um, watch, I'll let you listen to it. So the Anunnaki were the uh, ones that, like, they derived from, like, the 12th planet and, like, came here, kind of sparked off some stuff. Yeah. You were talking about that last Asia time, right? Or, or India. Uh, a few times I think we've touched on it with Zachariah Sitchin. Yeah. Northeastern Arizona sprawled across this desolate and arid region lie the three mesas settlements of the native american hopi tribe that some have long believed align with the stars of orion's belt onalam onatak and mintaka in addition to their strong ties to the constellation of orion the hopi also have numerous legends of the ant people an advanced race of beings that came to the aid of mankind. I've seen some of these carvings on the rock cliffs in Arizona. The ant people helped the Hopi survive two major cataclysms. The destruction of the first world by fire, some kind of asteroid strike, or perhaps a comet hit the earth, uh, and the second world by ice, maybe a pole shift. But each time, the ant people led the Hopi down into caverns and helped them survive in a subterranean world. This story is strikingly similar to that of the watchers who sought to protect the humans so they that they had interacted with. Yeah, well, you have to wonder, are the ant people <laughs> somehow related to, if not the same as, the watchers of the biblical story? But what ancient astronaut theorists find most fascinating about the story of the ant people is what they are called in Hopi. The Hopi word for ant is Anu, and the Hopi word for friend is Naki. Anunnaki. So you put the two together, the Anunnaki, the ant friends that the Hopi have interacted with for centuries and millennia. And this ties in with the Bible and with Sumerian mythology. It's all tied in together. These ant people are pervasive in human history. So the ant people, I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah, yeah I've never heard of, heard of that. That's new to me. Hell yeah. So there's carvings in Arizona, huh? Mm -hmm. And there's carvings on the uh, on the Himalayas. Whoa. On strict vertical walls, dude. They're like, how, and they're like, how is any kind of human being back then going to take the time to climb up a vertical wall? Like, 
300, 400 feet, they're all like, they had to have some type of aerial. Escalator. Yeah. Escalator. Or, or like they could be little ants or, or something. Oh. Just climbed on top of each other, people, like, so they got it. But yeah, there's like, there's carvings on the Himalayas, dude. Like, Man, they, that's on crazy. that clip, they talk about that, too. I might have to How look into the there and then the underground, the mm-hmm. whole underground they build out in Peru. Um, like is that why they call it man people? Because they burrow down. Mm-hmm. The ant people, yeah. Like and they can climb up walls. They're all subterranean they underground. S- they hide them down under the people. Because that's where ants live, the right? Civilians. There's ant holes and shit. And yeah. That's how they work. They build these. Yeah, and that's, that, yeah, and that's another, another and place um, too that they mentioned where they built in China. They China. have like the biggest tunnels down there, dude. China. The tunnels are so fucking crazy. They're like, it's insane. They're Man, like, Giuliani fucking dropped a heat on that one. Dropping some knowledge. Dude, it looked like Giuliani was spitting that, huh? That shit was uh-huh. hilarious. The ant people. Straight so what, how do you uh, how do you bump into these ant people, Brody? How do you bump into them? No, like how did you bump into all this Yeah, info? how'd you find that information oh, on just, the ant people? Just do, I, have, I need to look into the ant people now, too. This is my first time hearing the ant people. Yeah, so. Oh, okay. But there are, in other words, they're called the Anunnaki's, they say. Mm-hmm. And, like, as they say, how they help the, um, the Hopis, they're aligned with the Orion. And it's b- been believed that they're either living in the Orion or the Nebulae. So, which makes sense, you know. There's a whole connection right there already going yeah. on. Yeah. So. Damn. It's pretty it's crazy. Trip. Yeah. I'm going to look into the ant people for sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, you can watch this whole episode. I'll let you check. I'll give you the link. I was ancient it's only like five minutes, yeah. but you can listen to the whole episode. Send me the link. I'll mm-hmm. post all these links that we yeah. Yeah. listen to so people could go and uh, listen to the full, full, the full episode. Listen to the full thing. Yeah, full yeah. for sure. Because Giuliani he don't dropped know, the heat. Yeah, he's fucking out here dropping bombs like Funk Flex. <laughs> <laughs> dropping bombs like the Funkeros. Uh, yeah. That's what we talking so about. So what do you got for us, Mr. Sykes? On the... <laughs> I got a so the first thing I was watching uh, the Netflix documentary uh, or it's mm-hmm. a docu series, so it's called The Family. I still haven't watched it. I yeah, need to watch it, it. it's um, so I was just gonna read this little uh, write up that they have on it, so that way I don't kind of put my influence on it. I'm read what they read and then I can say what I thought afterwards. Oh, okay, it's sounds yeah. good, perfect. <laughs> so it says. In Netflix docuseries, the family uh, director, Jesse Moss, delves into the once secretive world of the Fellowship Foundation, also known as the Family. That is a Christian organization with a devotion to using politicians to evangelize the word. Evangelize the word. Evangelize, yeah. That's that's what I was trying to say. Okay. So, in a nutshell, basically what we were talking about about politics and everything so uh what i just to just to say a little part what i remember is when they were talking to these guys that uh they call the family it's this really old like um group of people that have been existing and what they say is like in the bible they were referencing uh you know the christian bible and they were talking about like king david uh all of these people of power and that they were messengers of god Jesus specifically, because there's you know a lot of different uh, gods out there. So the uh, or well theories of and so the mm-hmm. the the theory that he was projecting out is that these people were messengers and that they were given this uh, position, you know. So like uh, what they do is they just guide those people, which is like you know they've been given the word of God, so they. Uh, Look out for these people in in uh, pa- 
these people in position of power and they kind of uh, let them do their thing. So let, let me read the rest of this. But I thought that was interesting just to start because depending on what you believe in, because they all put their hand on Trump and they were like, this is the guy. Right, all of them. And yeah. I'm thinking I know, well, my theory. So we'll get into that. But the rest nice. of the. The corporate coup is over, man. Yeah. What are you reading? It's a synopsis? Yeah, Plot. this was the. Yeah, watch. We'll get into that, Alto, because that's a good one. What Alto's synopsis. talking about. But um, what this was, was that, Alto? Let me write the, it down. The corporate coup. Like the coup d'etat, the mm-hmm. corporation, because they've been coup. putting people in power, seats of power for a long, long time, man. Yeah. Oh, and I think the family might be finally done now. The family might be the biggest influence in Capitol In America, Hill. for sure, right yeah. now. So it's it's called the family. It got three stars out of five. Mm. Uh, a lot so of Trump supporters went in down. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, I'm not feeling this. So it says <laughs> the docuseries is based on the research and writing of Jeff Charlotte, a religious scholar who stumbled upon the family by chance in 2002 hmm. uh, when he spent time living at a remote compound in Arlington, Virginia, called Ivanwald. The brothers who lived at the Ivanwald were young men and new, recru- new recruits for the fellowship who believed that they were followers of Jesus and doing God's work by serving his elected leaders, politicians. Charlotte chronicled his time in Ivanwald and information he discovered via two books, The Family and Sea Street. Hmm. So he got invited into this spot. Uh, the dude, uh, Jeff, Jeff Charlotte. The dude who wrote the book? Yeah, he, and he's also uh, the guy reading, you know, he's the uh, narrative for the, the, docu- the series. So he talks about how he met this group of guys like uh, through a friend that a friend was like, yeah, I'm into this religion and it's really dope. And he's like, you know, you should come by, man. He's so he invited him out to one of these uh, meetings. And uh, he said that they have a Bible, but that it's not a holy Bible or anything. It just says Jesus. And he just took they took out uh, just like, I don't know, like uh, certain sections of the book. And that's all that they follow in that little small book. So the um, like the slave Bible, it's kind of like more just like uh, we're only going to follow these. It's like a sp- specific. Yeah. Thin, yeah. Thin book. Yeah. It's like uh, we're only going to acknowledge yeah. these slivers of like this. Information. It's like black, black leather cover with, with just yeah. like Jesus and gold or silver. Yep. I don't remember. Gold. Well, gold. Have you ever seen the slave book, the slave Bibles? Oh, no. That, the ones mm-hmm. that they used to uh, preach to the slaves back in during uh, when slavery was going yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, basically like the stories of exodus and all the stories of like liberation yeah. aren't in the bible but it's it's exactly what you're talking about exactly right. like how do they use they would, that to control yeah you know? and they would upright they would uh, rise up if yeah. they found those stories to to be true like oh anybody can rise up and make you know this make this happen so check it out um so the leader he he died he, it says led by the late doug co popularly referred to as the stealth billy graham Hmm. Yeah, so Billy Graham's the dude who's out there like touching people. That pastor like, dude, right? 50, yeah, fifty thousand people strong. Fuck you know, yeah, dude, that fool sells out st- oh, is stadiums, he still arenas, he's, bro. I don't know if he's alive still. Yeah, but but he's um, just, yeah, he th- I watched the dude. I think he's dead. I watched the documentary on him on Netflix. Yeah, if you guys want to learn about that? About to watch that. Yeah, that's a good one too. So this is the stealth Billy Graham. So he's what, the one in the he, shadows. He's the like, one that had the earpiece, right? Oh, yeah. What's his yeah. name? James Cole or some shit? Uh, this dude's name was Doug Cole. Doug Cole. Yeah, Cole. that's a yeah. dude. So the Fellowship Foundation fundamentally operates as an invisible, invisible theocracy in Washington, D.C. 
recruiting politicians to join the family and using influence to affect legislation. It's remained mostly behind the scenes, although you've probably heard of it, its biggest annual gathering, the National Prayer Breakfast. On the surface, the fellowship doesn't seem that off from any other evangelical movement. Its newly made website touts a belief in following Jesus, two great commandments to first love God and then your neighbor. And the organization seems merely devoted to fulfilling Jesus, the uh, Jesus great commission to share the gospel to the nations. So that's like their biggest pushes. What they were doing is going around to all these countries like Gaddafi, like during the time when the U.S. had this big beef with Gaddafi and nobody could travel to like the Middle East and all these other. All that, yeah. yeah, they were going over there without passports illegally and they got to meet Gaddafi. And, uh, you know, so slowly the influence or change is coming. But, you know, if they believe in like, uh, you know, same sex marriage, the minute you have somebody that is against that same-sex marriage, their influence is going to come out in that. So that's not, you know, and, and they're dealing with politics, which is not supposed to be mixed with religion at all. At all. So where does the religion start and your faith belief uh, end where politicians, your job starts and uh, what's best for the people is what's supposed to be. your calling. Yeah. So, and here's the, here's the uh, quick little part that I was going to tell you. This is the best part, kind of. So the family, however, unpacks how exactly the fellowship derives from scripture and turns into yet another political entity abusing faith to obtain power. Firstly, the fellowship waters down the Bible and distributes its own book that includes just the four gospels and the book of Acts. So that's all that's in that little book, Tolo. And uh, secondly, the docuseries argues that the fellowship ascribes to the belief that politicians were not just elected by U.S. citizens, but are imperfect vessels chosen by God to lead. But the word is imperfect. That's crazy. Yeah. So they, they make mistakes and, you know, they mm -hmm. do, you know, killings and all this stuff. But, you know, they're like watchers. You no. know, they're just not going to intervene. That's God's, that's God's job. God's the perfect one. Yeah. So, um... This belief, along with the idea that when you sin, you only need to repent to be forgiven, gives elected politicians a way to avoid accountability when they stumble in office and uplifts the belief that God only chooses a select few, not everyone. <laughs> the organization goes as far as to recall on King David and how even after he raped Bethesda, and ensured the death of her husband, God allowed him to remain king. So if you guys don't know, this dude, King David. El Rey he, David. David and Goliath, David. Que cantaba el Rey David. <laughs> I believe he became <laughs> king after. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where that one. comes from. Yeah. So before he killed that giant, because you know he killed a giant with a stone, right? Yeah, David and Goliath. Yeah. Yeah. So, he okay. Got so stoned and killed yeah, the giant. This dude, I forgot the name of her husband, but this chick, Bethesda, was apparently married, and he was like his military guy or whatever, her husband. So this dude bangs her, King David bangs her, and he's like, kill her, kill her husband, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, <laughs> no evidence, you know. God allowed him to remain king. So, cumulatively, and this is a story, by the way, I'm just reading the narrative, you know make your own uh, connections you follow king david find out about king james all yeah. these people you know what i'm saying lebron but james 
Huh? LeBron James? Nope. Yeah. Yep. King J. LA Laker. Or King J. Yeah. The most electrifying news anchor of all time. I've never seen him and LeBron James in the same room. They may be the same Me person. Neither. A Could quick be. fact uh, the name James, which I uh, have, is the uh, most popular name of the 21st century. So it's not a good not a good trait. There's a lot of James you know yeah. out there. A lot of Jameses. That's why, hey, that's why I'm psych Lazar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't be a. Uh, you can't be a trading card, you know, <laughs> without your right. nickname. Too many out there. Yeah, yeah. too many out there. Uh, last little paragraph, though. Uh, cumulatively around five hours long. That I had to watch it twice because I fell asleep a couple times. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's long. It's like some long-ass shit. But That's um, what she said, huh? Yeah. <laughs> five hours long. No way. The family attempts to unpack and scrutinize over 80 years of activity conducted by the Fellowship Foundation and its constituents... It's five episodes, each tackle a separate topic. Episode one explores Charlotte's experience at Ivanwald. Yeah, when he gets there and all that. Yeah, when stuff. he kind of meets these dudes and they tackle him down. They and it was like him yeah. getting jumped into God's <laughs> game. <laughs> oh, shit. They were pushing him down and they were like, all of them were like jumping on him and putting force down on him. And he said, I think this is the way that they treat because... All of them are into sports. All of them are into like, uh, like um, kind of like alpha male type shit, yeah, dude. They're all like, you can't cry about it. Like yeah. Jesus wouldn't cry. Jesus wasn't a pussy. Yeah, like straight up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, like Jesus wasn't a punk. Like no way. And and like for him to look into sports people, he he donned them people. Like those are those are gifts from God. Like these champions and stuff. And <laughs> well, King David, you know this little motherfucker was counted out by, uh, or he wasn't a king back then. You know, just uh, David. He. He was a kid, and he had a slingshot, and took down Goliath. He took down Goliath, and you know Nephilim. So Goliath down. <laughs> Young Nephilim took fucking Goliath. Yeah. Out. So with a little stone, he was stoned, and he stoned him. So uh, it's crazy as you're talking about that. Like that, that goes to a lot of the correlations with the with the church. Yeah. And the stuff I was talking about, and how well that's their narrative, right? Well, yeah. Like I, it, it was. Um, so a, couple a, cu a couple of years ago, yeah. what they did was they signed the, uh, on City Hall, mm -hmm. on r in front of City Hall, the Diocese of Phoenix, the SoFo Collaborative people that I were talking Sofo. about. That's the that's the that's that a, a new fuss bottle. That's what? that uh, the so the SoFo Collaborative. That's that group that was on that that the Sagrado Galleria, the Remax, their little kind of collective of uh, people who are trying to control the the money the flow of money. That's going into South Phoenix, and that's where it goes into, like, you have to be connected with them as an artist. You have to be connected with them as an organization in order to get this money. That's what they're trying to control. But anyways. So you got to um, buy into their. Literally. Uh, yeah, you got to buy into their so, membership. So you as an artist, right, you could say, all right, I will sign this contract with you for you to get me jobs that are going in wherever all these places. They will get a cut of, of this percentage of this. Um, but if you go out on your own to get a job. They still get a cut of that for like I forgot how many every years, but that was one of the things they're working on. But the point is, they did that a long time ago too. To oh all yeah. the like yeah. uh, Michelangelo, all of those people were uh, none of them could really do the artwork that they wanted to do. They were hired by these churches, and that's when they used to uh, hide. Well, imagine yeah. how many how many great artists were back in the Renaissance. But it was somebody like Da Too Vinci many. was like to. was yeah, to say, "All right, yeah. you as the church, as a church, we're gonna pick you and have you represent, and you're gonna be going down into history." Think about all the artists that 
didn't make it. Yeah, and yeah. and and that's why that's why Da Vinci put a lot of these little codes of yeah. whatever in his in his artwork. But the point is, um, uh, they signed this thing called the like it was something virtues Peace of treaty of uh <laughs> like family virtues, right? And it was basically saying how they would go into whatever they're doing with to support families and this and that but it was all it wasn't it, i don't i don't believe there's any black groups involved it, the whole doctrine was very anti-gay it was um and very pro uh catholic Active. latino yeah so yeah. if you if you're not latino if you're not catholic if well, you're, fuck yourself. Right, yeah, yeah, all these different mm-hmm. things, and, it, and it, but it's what, what exactly what you're talking about is how the church uses to influence and like politicians and organizations. They all yeah. sign this right because they're like, cool, it's just a cool thing for us to agree on. Yay, let's pat ourselves on the back. Hey, they're all the members dicks. of the same church. But exactly. The, but you know? the codes, not just the regular influence. No, has been yeah there for decades. There's but pictures of every president, and he's in the background of all these pictures, bro. But when, when I say about that, like, when we think about, like, these really high powers and this and that, I, I like to shrink it back down so we can say that's how it's literally happening in, happening in our neighborhoods. That's it is. literally it happening is. within yep. our city. And um, so that we're like, oh, man, it's not crazy conspiracies. Yeah, they these are literally years. happening yeah. right now. Like we're They even said it. This is documented information mm-hmm. that they said was secret. And it's still been documented, and that's why they say, uh, you know, uh, hiding in plain sight, you know, because they're literally putting it all out there, and, and then they just, if you go and search for it, thankfully, you'll find it, that's you know? a lot of that is to credit it to the people that run the FOIA that got all that petitioned. The what? The Freedom of Information oh, Act. Yeah, yeah. freedom. Because you, you petition. You know, you can petition if you yeah. if you suspect that the government is up to something with some kind of administration or agency or whatever, you can petition to get some of those documents declassified yes. and shit, yeah. so people can review what they're doing. Yeah. And well, yeah, well, these guys got outed by some one of the group members got caught big um, time cheating on his wife, and yeah. he actually dropped the bomb he in a snitched. news conference. Dude, he snitched yeah. in front of the world. Yeah. So they wouldn't kill him, you know? Yeah, I got a... Uh, so that was episode one. The, the leading into what Tolo was saying, uh, episode two, it uncovers the fellowship's ties to C Street and how the organization subsidized housing for Congress members and, like, how they were just giving them, like, so you work for us now, it's the mob, you know? And, like, the mob, one guy messed up. He fucked up and he snitched on the other so he can buy some time and, like, yeah. you know, get some some some, like, you know protection protection so episode three and four show how the fellowship spreads its influence to other nations oh yeah <clears throat> argues that the election of donald trump is a dream come true for the organization mm. that uh the family attempts to unpack a lot in a short period of time mostly they kind of try to like uh defend when they were busted a lot of these times how uh, they were never convicted or they were never but they were dealt meddling in politics when religion really doesn't fit into that molding but it's the money that is the power and the influence well, well that kind of you know. nullifies state separates state from church yeah because dude it's ran by church 100 percent, and that's their uh-huh. church you know it's not even a conventional church that's where that's where mike pence comes in the vatican first you get the yeah. money they have yeah. the national you get so the power yeah 
And so you guys know what the national uh, prayer breakfast is? Uh. That's kind of like what this is right here. Mm. So this picture that is. I'm showing. That's during the first one of them. Exactly. Okay. So it's it's Donald Trump and it's all the leaders of the of uh, family. Breakfast. Yeah, that they plan a yearly breakfast and they have the top politicians from the U.S., from around the world. Uh, people making moves that are that have money, uh, big money. The you know, they, yep, they invite them all down. And they, they pray. They pray. And they eat breakfast. And they talk about the future. So this dude, Doug, Doug Cole and company, have brought that national prayer breakfast to other countries now. So there's other countries that are doing the same shit mm. because they're part of the same organ or organization. They supposed to even pray Do they right country before style? congressional meetings on the right wings. All the time. Yeah. Swear on a Bible. Remember they prayed to, uh, to, for Obama's death and for his family to go back to Kenya right before a congressional meeting. Yeah, I don't. What? I don't remember that one. Mm, no bring, it up, bring it up, Alto. Yeah, bring yeah. it up, Alto. Yeah, bring it up. But yeah, it's a trip, man. How I, that's that's something that I'm hella against, dude. Is how religion has infiltrated everything, man, and it has yeah. the majority say, you know, in this country. That's that's what I was leaning towards. So if you look at the way uh, we project to the rest of the world, uh, you know, we project pretty heavy that, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty badass and we're this dominant fucking species in that, yeah. you know, we're, we're doing it big over here. So everybody else's religion is inferior, you know, and, and instead of looking at a big world level of respecting everybody, they, they're like, no, we're the, we're the chosen few we got the knowledge we do have the money and the power and we're gonna swing you know our influence to these other nations so we can show them jesus we can show them the six-page manual we pray over them and we indoctrinate them into our bigger uh family of uh you know uh like world dominancy huh? you know hey uh just to even just to say in the bible doesn't it say like uh manifest destiny which was uh uh, God's plan for man is to rule from sea to shining sea, which is what we put our heart on or over our heart, and we say when we pledge allegiance to the United States of America. I think so. So, like that's been a plan since 1776, fellas. Yeah. That jump off has been way been in effect. So, so it was a uh, David Perdue, and he said his prayer key points were let his days be few, and let another take his office. This is about Obama. Let let his children be fatherless and his wife a widow. Before a, uh, congressional Before a congressional meeting, meeting man. Wow. Those are cycles. Let uh, his children be continually vagabonds and beg. Let them seek bread also out of their desolate places. Let the extortioner catch all of the half and let the stranger spoil his labor. Let there be no ex none to extend mercy unto him. Neither let there be any favor for his fatherless children. Let his prosperity be cut off. Buried at. Let like his prosperity be cut off and in the generation following, let their name be blotted out. Wow, it does say uh, his name. Yeah, in their <laughs> <laughs> their strongest point, it says the document argues is 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 it's not about faith; it's about power. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Pura fuerza. Yeah. That's what you want. That's what everybody wants is the power. Since the beginning of time, man, that's been the battle struggle. Genghis Khan almost fucking conquered. He almost the world, did it. Yeah, he you know? almost did it. Mm -hmm. That motherfucker was savage, you know. Hey, you know what his plan was, though? He was just impregnating the planet. Yeah, dude, that's, I think, a percentage of China. One third. Still, third. No, the still. whole planet. One third. The whole, if you have a little heart, like, uh, um, 
like a round shape like little uh like birthmark on like your lower hip or your ass like that's a descendant directly of uh genghis khan, genghis khan. look it Shut up. up look it that's up what i have look it up and somebody my uncle is actually telling us that I mean, yeah, whatever. Hey, see, right? So yeah, there's, some, there's some, there's some, uh, there's some tales about that, then, right? Like that he, yep, and he's impregnated. Like you know, he's he's put his influence oh, yeah. that much into this world. He's, he's nutted you. up in a bunch of different. Nutted people. up. Nutting you, Franco. I know. Zero point five. This booty goes back. Um, here's my other thing. The population so, of the world. Woo, there it is. You hear Alto? One more time, Alto. What was that? Zero point five percent of the male population in the world, or roughly sixteen million descendants, living today. He skeeted in a gang yeah, of he holes. Was just fucking wow. He was wow. just skeeting up in there. Yep. He was skeeting. The uh. The molecular uh, structure. <laughs> <laughs> One in two hundred men. The other documentary that I watched was The Great Hack. I wanted to tie that into. The uh, Netflix docu series because um, is that one good? It was all right. I liked it, but the the scary part about that is that all the information that we put out there online, they're they're uh, compiling, and they sell it back to us. And so <laughs> well, here, it's being like filtered. Yeah. You know, and so Google doesn't want you reading about certain stuff, so they put it at the end. Yeah, the, like you know how they point. say your, your creator God will project on a screen all your sins and this and that. I kind of think like that when you talk about AI and all that stuff. They're gonna be like, here's your browser history. Yep. <laughs> like, no, check this out. That is 100% exactly what would happen. So in this documentary, uh, what Jesse was talking uh, when we were having a discussion off by your creator, off, uh, the podcast was that he was offering the theory: what if they started blackmailing people and saying, I'm going to release your browser history to the world. I'm going to release all your digital informational history to the world. That means if you do whatever you do, you know what social I'm saying? Yeah, social, whatever. So that's more frightening to these people nowadays because it's no longer the walls that are built around you that you do this shit on. You're doing it in a platform that's digital that there's a trace to mm-hmm. everything. Everything. So Check this out. It says the film ends up looking like the latest attempt by the establishment to undermine our democratic choices. The film's message is that Brexit, uh, which is a company, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about Brexit in a second. And Trump voters were automatons stripped of their critical faculties and brainwashed into compliance by a few provocative Facebook ads. The filmmakers might as well have called it the great hypnotism. The filmmakers also seem to forget that there were campaigns for Remain and for Hillary Clinton supported by big business and by much of the mainstream media. The all-powerful Cambridge Analytica, who's the holders of this informational knowledge, adverts did not exist in isolation. The documentary devotes a great deal of time to uncovering how Cambridge Analytical targeted voters, groups according to an emphasized profile and ran certain ads to appeal to their sensibilities and prejudices. So what that means is when it compiles up all the information and it feeds us to us, like it knows what we like. Yeah. And then it tells you like, hey, would you vote for this person based off of what you like? You know? Yeah. And so they created those systems. There's people that write these codes that they hired that they said did not work for them and they lied. Uh, the dude who does Facebook, what's that? That oh, alien? Mike Zuckerberg. Mike Mark Zuckerberg. He, I think he's a reptile-looking motherfucker. Well, well that's what uh, 
surveys are for and all that, you know. All that surveys shit. pop up all the time, you know, for a free gift card or whatever. You, you don't know. need surveys yeah. anymore. Hey, Everything so you type in is a survey. It's just he's a got survey. those weird bangs. Uh, yeah, he's got weird eyes and like uh, a weird he, face. He looks like he a doesn't sweat. You know what I'm saying? He looks like he don't sweat. It looks like uh, he breathes through his skin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or his eyes. It looks like he breathes through his eyes. He sweats internally. He's Trump, a backwards man. Trump has spent 4.6 million on Facebook ads. Since That's December. how he kills it. That's how he got uh, voted uh, into the presidency. 4.6 uh, million on Facebook ads since December. Oh, yeah, yeah. they kill it. Dog. Hey, that's, that's why they say he's going to win the next election is because of his ad campaigning And then people. it's targeting immigration, too. Yep. They're saying like 2,200 to 2,000 of his ads or have the word uh, immigration involved in the mission. Yeah. So somewhere. he gets a lot of people through. Uh, oh, yeah, immigration is the hot topic. They're yeah. Another, no, another four years right pass there. is yep. Still, it's gonna still be a hot topic. Well, here's just going into that. So they keep selling us the same ticket. It's a wolf ticket, and it it says, uh, "Look it at its core. This isn't so different from electioneering techniques that have existed for decades." So if you think about just going back to like uh, kings being uh, you know voted into position, uh, most of them claim the hierarchy yeah, of God. King, kings were voted. No, that, well, oh. you, you see what I'm saying. Like God put them there. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. That that it's was their vote. Yeah, that was their vote. Was that they're the divine family and that they should be ruling over the rest of the people, the populace. But um, puppies, the puppies. <laughs> there you know it's all status quo you know in, in order to change people's minds you know how how else do these politicians campaign you know they go to the streets they pick up artists and they say hey man do me this dope mural you know the go going into obama you know he got shepherd ferry to do that to to reach the communities yeah. you know and and they they had pictures of obama playing basketball you know dribbling yeah. between his legs yeah. chilling with jay-z you know they know what to do to get oh, so so they wanted the the vote from the people that don't vote. So he said change the game. Alto said change the game to where uh, we can flip it to our own. Because we're getting our advantage. Yeah, we never took it. So these fools came to the hood and picked up hip hop and was like, we're gonna get a uh, oh, P Diddy to wear a T-shirt. Yeah, that says I voted. Rock the vote. What the fuck happened when they did that rock the vote? John Kerr or whatever. Yeah. Steve Kerr. What was his name? Whatever that dude. John John Kerry. John Kerry. Yeah, was it John Kerry? Yeah. Yeah. They were going for John Kerry. I was like, dude, you guys are all full of shit. So they know that we drink Ciroc. They know that fucking P. Diddy on Ciroc. They know that fucking P. Diddy, if they pay him, he'll wear a T-shirt. And that's what this uh, AI is doing even more. And the algorithms, man, is giving them all the information that they need. And they're data mining it. Data mining. That's the key. And they're storing it and storing it and storing it, feeding it to AI. Yeah. So AI not only learns us, but it learns how to tempt us. Yeah. You know, and we're like, our will is weak. You know, and we're like, things that we go for and shit, things that we might. Yeah. Roll the dice on and shit. Like yeah. that's just dangerous. Pulses, man. Like, impulses. <laughs> it takes your human impulses yeah. and it feeds you back. It learns you yeah. straight up. Yeah. yeah, that's what they want. And this is that's how they they ain't even got to take us to war, man. Yeah. We're gonna put us. They're putting us at war with ourselves. In your mind. In your soul. In your yeah. very mind. I think that's why uh, that that's why Trump's gonna be reelected, right? Yeah, sure. Because uh, well, when I I've been taking like kind of these dates down for a while, but uh. May 13th, that's when that the really con- everybody was all up in arms, but that was when uh, Alabama rolled out that abortion thing, yeah. right? Th- a week or so before that, that, it was Georgia, I think Ohio. Um, 
but that was in May. Uh, about the 22nd, 23rd of June, that's when the ice raids really started ramping mm-hmm. up. That's when they were saying, that's when we're going to do shit. This is like a month by month. On the 15th of July, that's when, uh, that's when Trump said the mean things about go back to your country. He said that whole racist shit. To the ladies. Yeah. Um, the 28th, there was a mass shooting. I think that was a Gilroy one. Um, the third of this month, there was a two mass shootings. That was back to back, the El Paso and, uh, Ohio. So this is going back three months. And these are really big topics that people are, you know, like I said, they're throwing out Facebook. They're throwing out all this stuff. Pray, you know, hearts with El Paso. Um, uh, Trump's a racist, this and that. Today, nobody's talking about them. At all, the abortion—they're not even trending. Exactly. So we, so we're gonna think like we can't even, like shit like that's not even going on, and we're really not even changing stuff like that anymore. From the abortion, uh, to to, every whatever I just said, all that stuff, and it's like, we we can't even fucking focus on that. You think we're really gonna focus on getting this guy out of office? You think people are really gonna do that? They're not. Then and it's like, because they can't follow through with shit. And that's what we're saying. Like the whole left and the right, blah, blah, blah. And then right here on our phones, on our computers, on, on that media, all that shit. That's how it's being, uh, that's how it's being decided. And, and that's why I personally think Trump's gonna win a second term. Um, because we don't, nobody acts. Everybody likes to talk about it, and everybody likes to just look and search and post shit, but nobody acts on it to change it. And and um, I said it earlier, like when people are just saying the news is too depressing, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna be disenfranchised, and that's then, and that's why it works, and that's why. Um, but I also think that's why Trump's really good because he is exposing all that of, of the corruptness, and there are people who aren't normally involved in those conversations, and that don't normally act that they're actually feeling forced to act, and they're. Um, it is your civic duty, more or less, you know, because it's kind of like your civic duty to be anti-government because it's so fucked up because it's so... You got to be ran by the people, not the uh, not the people in office, but yeah. the people, the civil... Not the, the powers that be. The civilians. Powers that be, the 600 fucking... The civilians. Congressmen. And not the families. The I think we got for over two hours. Let's uh, do our closing thoughts, and we'll continue this discussion next week. How's that sound, fellas? Yeah, for sure. Yep. Sounds like a bukey. Sounds like a bukey. <laughs> Brody, any closing shots? Um, <laughs> closing shots. Yeah. Like closing that. shots. <laughs> 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 no, I just think um, that was a good show, guys. And um, shout out everyone tuning in. The great beyond. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, but for sure. Um, I like your shirt. It's a I'm pair of headphones. I'm I'm going to look in about these fucking, the ant people. I'll have yeah. some more research on that for next week. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but all these sure it's a pair of headphones. Watch right to the camera over there. But Sick. it's creating an alien face. Look. An alien head. An alien head. That oh, it is. Dope. it is. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. I never noticed that. You've worn that shit before. <laughs> is that intentional? I think so, right? So the, earbud- the earbuds are the eyes, right? Yeah. yeah. Or the phone? It's got to be intentional, right? Yeah. What's the name of that brand? Do you know? Alienware. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah. That's the computers. Know. I look at the tag. Let's be told as fuck. Psych right, Lazar. Closing thoughts. Uh, it's a good show. Okay. I think this one uh, touched on a lot more uh, things that we can all relate to. So, you know, you can some of those things we can make changes on, like Alto was saying. So we can't flip the script. 
and uh, start to change, uh, you know, our own neighborhoods and, and the places where we came up and, uh, you know, places that need help, you know, we definitely should, uh, you know, look into ways and, and, um, and find solutions, not just, uh, you know, talk about how bad those places are or the, or the lack of, um, but maybe come with solutions and, and try to find, uh, you know, ways to, um, to combat that, uh, what what they're doing you know and it's evident so obviously if we know what's happening we just need to focus more on on like those changes so yeah it kind of opened my eyes and and i got to look into seeing some ways of how i can contribute to you know uh getting information and and changing the place where i come from and you know making things happen but uh yeah it's good 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 information man Alto. yeah man that was a good one and shit we touched on a lot of shit different kinds of stuff so uh, there's a lot of shit that our government does that a lot of people don't know about, man. That our tax that our tax dollars are being spent on that doesn't benefit anybody directly in the communities that they come from, locally and like on a national fucking scale and shit. So I don't know, man. There's like this big plan, I guess, to keep the common man down. There's only one way to do it, you know, and that's to unite and drop all the indifferences, I guess, and shit, and just get together. Yeah, so what's up? Hell yeah. Tito, Franco. Yeah, so a lot of stuff I talked about. Uh, you can, I, I got the information from a book called um, Bird on Fire Lessons from the the World's Least Sustainable City. I believe the author is Andrew Ross. And it's pretty much about Phoenix and how, you know, there's very little rainfall. Water, the water, The water rights are being cut for like, tribes and even like the cities uh the 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 residents of the city and um yeah so if you want more information i definitely highly recommend getting that book vote yes on 105 you know if any any real change is going to come it has to come through uh um a political and social change rather than a, a technical um aspect and one of those things that we're doing is uh um in south phoenix kdif shout out to uh, shout out to what's going on down there August 29th, we're going to have a big graph, um, a big graph uh, 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 session about 20 to 30 people are coming out. Uh, that's going to be going on all day, 6401 South 16th Street at KDIF. Uh, hit up the Instagram. We'll have information on there. But we're also going to be hosting an open mic later on that night. Um, we're probably going to have some live art as well there. But, again, it's, uh, you know, any forms of talent, if you just need a mic to uh, get up there and talk. Um, we're teaming up with the high school that's there as well. So um, a lot of really great stuff coming to change a lot of these uh, social problems that are going on. And, uh, again, if you need uh, want any more information, feel free to hit me up at uh, Franco underscore 602 on Instagram. And uh, I'll feel free to show in, uh, to share any inf- information. And thank uh, Roach Clip for, uh, again, giving this platform and all the, all the shows that contributes to um, just different aspects of the community and um, – just the work that's going on it's it's uh the a lot of the hustlers that are moving a lot of really great work and that's working with each other um so shout out to everybody at this table and everybody who's been a part of this family hell yeah like to thank you guys again for coming taking time out of your day your schedule and coming talk a little shit you know informing the people of things they might not know of or might be too lazy to watch a whole five-hour docu-series. We try to at least explain it to the best of our ability with the limited time we got. 
Two hours is pretty good, though, I think, you know. I'd like to thank Jesus again coming through, you know, cameraman. Yeah, always, man. Jesus always uh, holding always it down in the background. Always hey, he's looking the, after us. He's the silent uh, partner right there, you know what I mean? <laughs> he is, bro. Nobody Behind the scenes right yeah. there. Yeah. There'll Making us look pretty. dead out there before they get in here. <laughs> I'll give a shout out to uh, Miguelito. Stay positive. Uh, he's out in uh, Texas, so that's why he's not here. So we'll keep him in the thoughts prayers whatever you do you know just keep it positive and don't wish nobody bad you know like we learned yeah even in congressional meetings they'd be praying for bad shit and yeah just keep fucking checking on that epstein case because that's going to be a hot ticket for years to come we're yeah. not gonna yeah you know things are gonna get uncovered 15 20 years from now where you'll be like oh shit yeah. let's talk let's Still do an episode it. so yeah shout out everyone shout out to the listeners Make sure to hit the Roach Clip podcast on Instagram. Send us a message of whatever you think we miss, whatever we're, we're misquoting, or if you think we're lying, or if you got topics for us to talk about, feel free. KDIF 102.9. Shout out to Franco. And let's do this. Let's take over SOFO. <laughs> <laughs> this is from the great beyond. Hey, that'll be a. This would be a good show to add a, to get a bunch of sound bites from.